What up, friends? It is Sunday night, time for another podcast. The Sunday conversation is going to be a real treat for you because we're going to talk to my mom uh, and we're going to talk about all sorts of things. We're going to talk, she used to work at a church, so we're going to talk a little bit about church and churches going online. Then we're going to spend a ton of time talking about traditions and talking about Tai Chi. So buckle up, my friends. It's time for another episode of the Incredible Halt Podcast. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Don't tell television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. The Incredible Halt. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Hear the music. Oh, yeah. How are you, Mom? I'm good. How about you? Uh, I, I mean... I think good. I'm, like, I'm late. I'm never late. That, I apologize for that. Well, that's all right. You've you've entered this new interesting era of the coronavirus where you've you've got, <laughs> you retired and have more Zoom meetings than I do. So <laughs> I know it's crazy. <laughs> so I, you know, I um I I wanted to to kind of spend some time talking because number one, I thought this would be fun because I'm sure you could tell horrible stories about me that I'm sure people would enjoy greatly. Uh, and and two. Uh, honey, I'm sorry. I do need to get to bed. I don't have time for that. Remember the time that you? <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, just go into it. I'll just. I'll be back. Let me just text me when you're done with the stories, and I'll just put a. I'll put a close on this. Um, you know, on Friday I talked to a buddy about uh, meditation and you know and and mindfulness and and how that can be a key to getting through stuff like this. And, and so I thought you'd be sort of a perfect uh, companion to that, and and just. A, in the work that you've done in Tai Chi and the way in which that that makes you the calming center of the universe, because I know that like uh, lots of us call you for that calming center of the universe. So I want to talk about that a little bit. And then, you know, for people who don't know you very well, other than kind of anecdotally that I have a mother, right? Like, um, you know, your your time in um, in the church world, uh, and this is sort of where I want to start and we'll, we'll kind of end in the Tai Chi world, but... Your time in the church world, this has been, um, and you and I, I think, have had a brief conversation about this, but this has been a very interesting thing to watch uh, as most churches like seemed so abjectly unprepared for something like this. Um, that, you know, and it's funny because this mor- this afternoon we had our family Zoom call and you were saying that you had to try three different churches and literally none of them worked. Um, yeah. And so, I, you know, I wonder if... I could get kind of your your thoughts on that, you know, the 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 light speed by which they apparently figured out that there was an internet they needed to prepare for, and maybe how people are probably searching for this and maybe not able to find it because it doesn't work. It's a black screen, the audio, right? Like it's not yeah. a, you, you know. Um, so I guess let's start with kind of this being online church. Well, I mean, because unless you're in Kansas City and you're going to sue the government, there's most other people have decided that online is the way that we should go. So um, just kind of, you know, your thoughts on knowing a little bit more of the back end than I do of how these churches are trying to navigate this space and why it feels so difficult. Um, Reverend Sue said early on, we did not, this was not covered in seminary. And there, there's, um, there's theology that underpins what they what one church will do and one church won't sure um that is important and in uh 
as you know, our, um, the church that I attend is Episcopal. And in the Episcopal church in this area, um, the bishop said, you need to be out of the sanctuary, be in your living room. And so they have scrambled to do that. And right in the midst of Holy Week. You know, and, and I'm sure that's difficult to get a place where the median age is probably 60 to kind of get up to up to speed. And yeah, but kudos to those churches yeah. and all of these churches who have stepped up and have gone online. You know, I talked to um, a guy in Australia who uh, is part of an, an Anglican, which is the Australian version of Episcopal. And he's in charge of the, their church broke up into small groups. He's in charge of a group where he, he's a little younger than I am, he's the youngster, so he's leading the group. They have a woman there, 94 years old, who got on Zoom. Sure, and it's obviously- Awesome, right? You know, it's possible, right? Is that, it's obviously yeah. possible. Um, and the, where there's a will, there's a way, right? There, there is, and what's, you know, the other thing that's interesting is, is I wonder when we come out of this, what that'll, what will that look like? I just think the community is such an important part of our lives, more important than we thought, because these these stay-at-home orders have been very difficult on a lot of people. Yeah. On all of us. I'm not, a lot of people, that's not a fair statement. All of us. It's been hard not to be with your friends, not to be with your family. I miss you guys so much. Um, and I, we can't get to you. And, and so when you can't, you know, going to church is, will be probably more important. Stepping into that church the first time after this is over will be a celebration of <laughs> Easter beyond belief, I'm sure. Well, and it and sort of leads to where my brain instantly went when, when you're like, yeah, we, I'd love to get on the phone and do, a, do one of these things is this idea of tradition. And so my, I didn't see what I was saying back here. Yeah, I'm sure you're like, yeah, okay, great. Um, you know, is this idea of tradition. I've got a friend, Marcus Collins, who's an expert in culture and how things become part of the culture and why we buy and what we buy and those sorts of things. But I would easily say that you're sort of our expert in our family of tradition, keeping tradition, creating tradition, understanding tradition. And, you know, without getting into the details, because I don't want to do that, you know, we've had some events in the last 40 days that we can't do the tradition part. Right. Um, And that fragmentation becomes much harder to deal with than the event itself, in my opinion. Right. Is because something happens. There's, you know, everyone is sad. And then that's that you can't you can't finish the the traditions that we have. You know, you can't even get to that person. Right. Well, you can't get to that person. You can't you know, you can't do the the tradition that, yeah. that sort of closes but, closes the loop, right? Which is, you know, involves churches and all of those sorts of things. But, you know, your sense on how... And, and those traditions, Eric, excuse me, they may or may not involve churches. Yes, right. But the, but the tradition of, uh, you know, you're talking about two deaths in our family. And sure. those traditions, not to be able to be with those people is torturous well, for, and, for the family. And it, you know, and... It makes you sort of this an event like this makes you sort of reassess everything on a near hourly basis, right? What matters and what is clearly 
horse shit that you can move on and not deal with, right? But then it, it makes you think about all of the things that were traditions in your family and all the connections with your family members that, you know, are tighter or looser, depending on where you are at that particular moment in your life. And then you, you this sort of stuff happens and you, you think to yourself, like, man, like, how do you how do you keep up these traditions and what traditions come out of this? Because one of the interesting things is you are seeing more families sort of have a light bulb moment where they're like, oh, why haven't we been Zooming the whole time? Like, why have we been doing that every week? You know, there's no reason why we couldn't be doing this. Um, and my hope is that that sort of stuff carries on into what I've been calling the after, right? Because we're, yeah. we're not, there is, we are not returning to a normal, new or otherwise. We're no. returning to something totally new. Um, and my hope is that this, this sort of, connection to your to circle back to your community like this sort of connection carries us through so that we can we have something to guide us through when the traditions aren't available mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that those connections with this disconnection we it gives us the opportunity to look at how important those connections are and, it, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of connections, because they, they aren't always perfect. No. Yeah. No, but, the, yeah. Know, yeah. But they are there and they're important. Yeah. And, well, and, and they're fleeting, you know, right? Like these connections are fleeting in some way, shape or form. Um, and I think if, if anything, this event, however long it goes, will you know shows you that stuff. And I, I've said it a million times. I've said it to you on the phone. I'll say it here that there at no point will I walk away from whenever this ends and think, man, that was awful to be trapped with my kids for two months. That was a real terrible experience, right? Because that will that will literally never happen again. Yeah, yeah, it will never happen again. Although it's not easy to do that. Oh uh, no, <laughs> no. It's not, it is not easy to do this. No, but it's not easy. And I don't think that my age group really appreciates how difficult it is because even when we were home with the kids, we weren't trying to work eight hours a day. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's kind of the interesting societal bifurcation in, in that there are people that don't understand or maybe even accept that you know that there are women in the workforce or dual you know dual incomes that are having to figure this out and then at yeah. the other side i you know <laughs> in some way shape or form i'm not actually sure the school systems understand that based on what they're sort of giving you to do based on what i'm hearing from you and from others um you know, mom and dad are working from nine to five and the kids are in school from 10 to two and the work is due at three o'clock. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You've got to be kidding me. And what's, Just what's, you know, what's interesting is we, we went for a walk today uh, and we were talking about community and I was saying, I'm blown away that they're not doing what you and I are doing, which there are no zoom calls. My child has no zoom calls with their teacher. And I, I just, we're obviously going to do the best that we can, whatever that means. The priority, I mean, I, this is no, anyone who has listened to a single one of these podcasts or met me in person knows that my A number one priority is to keep the lights on. Everything else is a distant second. Um, so we will do our best, but at no point am I going to sacrifice my employment so that she understands a, you know, a Spanish lesson. It's not going to happen. Um, 
But I just keep thinking, okay, if we keep up on the Spanish and we keep up on the math and we keep up on the language and the reading and all, and right? Um, but she has no connection to classmates. Yeah. Which is really, in my opinion, sort of the the magic of going to school is meeting other people and making a connection. Um, I, I just well, let me ask you this. Sure. What are, what are you missing in your connections? I mean, you know, as adults, we're yeah. missing the the people in our lives. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, we're at home with our with our families, um, and we're doing fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we've we've yes we are doing yes when you when you ask how that's going it's fine uh you it's know the fine. jokes the jokes the, no, the, no I mean it, it, look I, you are I mean you are in a house 24 by 7 with the same people over and over and over again they are going yeah. to drive you totally insane that is what they're going to do I mean yesterday yeah. I, this, no joke yesterday we nearly got divorced because I make puzzles starting in the middle right so I and this was something my wife we've been yeah. together for 15 years had no idea because I don't really make puzzles but I just <laughs> We need to talk about that. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure we do need to talk about that. But like, there was a pretty sloth that I was able to make the sloth. I thought, isn't this? Aren't we having fun? And I look over. We are not having fun. Like at all. We're not having fun. It's all wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that stuff's going to happen. And you like us making spaghetti today when I insisted that he did not need to measure the the onions and the the celery. It'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, and and I that's the part that's missing is there's no. There's no release valve on that tea kettle, right? It's just whistling over and over and over again. And there's no, it's just heating up and heating up. And um, your buddies, I mean, you know, you were a Sunday night, go to the movies. Yeah, we, we, we just did a Zoom call on Friday night for a couple hours. And we, we all universally said the only thing, and I mean this, the only thing I want to do right now is go see a movie. It's the only thing I want to do. I don't miss anything else. I mean, I miss all the people. Right. Make no mistake, but if there's a a habit that I miss, that's it. Because um, to me, there's something magical about those rooms and watching that stuff on the screen that just, it's not the same at home. You're distracted. No. Your wife's on Instagram, right? The kids are running around throwing popcorn. It's not the same. Um, so, so let me ask you this. What is Evelyn's movie? What is Evelyn's movie? Um, what what is she missing the most? What she, is Jack missing the most? This I mean. So ja- I mean, Jack's the t- you know Jack's the toughest one, right? We I've been jokingly calling him the lost boy because he was in preschool. That's that's gone, and oh. that teacher is gone. So there is no real curriculum for a preschooler other than coloring and you know, all the stuff that I can, you know, teaching him. So I've been doing things like teaching him how to cook and cut, you know, we've been doing fun stuff. We, you know, we beat um, a star Wars Lego game the other day. Like, so I've been trying to do stuff, but he's missing a lot because he's low man on the totem pole, right? Cause she's got curriculum that we have to get done. We have two full-time jobs and it's, you know, he's the one that as far as events go, he's probably missing a lot. We're getting outside and, but we can't play with other kids. So that's, that's difficult. Um, and I would say if there's one thing that's concerning us, it's, it's that is figuring out ways to continue to keep him engaged. And you know, you saw him the other day. Like when he doesn't get engaged, he acts out. That's what kids do. But he's acting out because he's not getting engaged because there's 
there's really no there's no path for him. Yeah. This is this is similar in any organization that you might be in. If you're the employee that doesn't see the next step, you sort of run around in circles till you get super pissed off and go find another job. Well, that's my four year old right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And Evelyn's probably no different here. No, not no. But she at least you know she she's at least got some she get, she gets some attention and she's got some focus and she's got a thing to do. But I'll tell you right now, her favorite thing to do bar none is the add on app, the Facebook kids messenger where she can talk to her classmates, which, you know, we're happy for her to do. And it's been, it's been fun because more and more parents are starting to jump on this thing. And you guys can send me all the privacy emails you want to. It's I'm we're good. Uh, But they're jumping on this because I think that we all realize that these kids need to stay together at some point because they're going to come back together, Lord willing, in September and be, I don't know, I think they're freshmen in high school at this point, right? Because they've been gone so long. But uh, or or back in kindergarten. (laughs) It's going to be a coin coin toss of some sort that that's what will happen. Um, But they're going to get back and they're going to have to start some of those relationships over, which will be a lot like moving to a new school in some ways. Yeah, right. Because they're all going to change. They're all changing. We're all changing. I have a beard. I'm not really sure I want. My hair is growing, right? Like we're all changing in ways that that we may or may not like on the other side of this. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter what the age group is. Those changes are happening and the losses that we're feeling are, they're huge. And unfortunately, the kids really can't articulate what's missing in their lives. I was trying to pull that out of Evelyn the other day, gently. And um, I guess, good for you. She doesn't really have a negative list. That's good. We're trying. I mean, I, I think with her, it's it's hard for her to verbalize some of that stuff, if I'm being brutally honest, which is okay. Um but yeah, I mean, I think like like every parent, we're just trying. Um, and this is and this is the thing is uh, I forget who it was. I'll look it up. It um, it was a Harvard Business Review article, and the guy was a uh, um, a grief specialist. And the the thing about what's going on right now is we are all going through some stage of grief. And the yeah. worst the worst thing we can do is go well, yeah, but I didn't get fired, so it's not okay. It's I don't have the right to feel bad. Nope. Right. We all have the right to feel bad because this is awful on at literally every level you can name. But remember that depending who you are, those those levels, those five areas of grief that he identified, that was Harvard Business Review, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're not linear and we revisit them over and over and over again. So it's not like you, you know, not like school where you go from kindergarten to no, first grade, which you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Which is why I was saying like when you, when you can't finish a tradition, whatever that is, it's the same yeah. thing. It's a nonlinear emotional response because you keep having to come back. It's like a scab, right? You keep have to pick at it because you can't, it's not able to heal because you haven't done the other part. Yeah. Um and and that's that's probably the most infuriating part of all this is that unknown. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who um, runs his own business, and you know he's he's like you know we we put a really great business plan together that if the business worked or if the business didn't work, but we didn't plan for the state of Michigan to shut down. Yeah, and you know, and, and he was saying. Cause we had just canceled cherry festival, which is in July. You know, he's, he's like, I mean, we're already canceling stuff through July. I just, if somebody could just tell me the day, 
then you then you could then I, then I then I can well then I can I can compartmentalize I can rationalize I can I can put some form around that but the fact that it's every day you get up and you, the numbers are up the numbers are down deaths are up cases are down and you know tomorrow we're supposed to get some sort of some sort of good news about things being released but I don't I don't know what that means does that mean roofing companies get to roof and lawn companies get the lawn or, or what does that mean? Um, and it's the, it's the, what does that mean? And the fact that there's so much discord out there. I mean, you, you, and you know, this, you can't say anything, literally a, a single thing on the internet without somebody wanting to scream at you about it, which makes it so difficult to navigate this because you might have an honest question, but you can't ask it because you asked the person on the wrong team. So they're going to take your head off for asking the question as if that's helpful to anybody. And sometimes you just need to get the, the question out. You don't really want an answer. You don't need an answer. You in some cases, yes. But in, in other cases, like, isn't that what we're like, aren't humans supposed to be curious? Isn't that the point? The, like, that's the, the that's the. That's the most fascinating thing about all of this. And one of the things that I, I wanted to bring up here for those of you who listen to this podcast and wonder where that that my ideologies and my theologies come from it's this woman right here and i think one of the funnier moments in uh, you know our obviously lifelong relationship was after i've known you forever you have known me the longest of anyone um it, it is after I had watched the first Matrix movie and I had read an article, the two directors had been inspired by the Gnostic Gospels. And I came to you and I said, hey, a uh, woman that used to work at a church and we went to all the time, what what the hell are the Gnostic Gospels? And, and you sort of like, well, here they are. And you had this moment where you're like, hey, look, um, sort of like Alice in Wonderland, if you go down this thing, this is going to be a never-ending cave of wonder and questions that you won't you're not getting here's where the book is found but you're not getting any answers you're just on a journey and that for me has been number one obviously one of my lifelong passions is to go on those journeys but two I look at these moments like this and I go I don't understand why you're not more curious I don't understand why you won't even entertain that point of view for a second just to figure out where they're coming from as opposed to swords out heads off yeah <laughs> right yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think um, the black and white of things right now is <laughs> probably the, one of the most unsettling. Uh, the word is asinine, actually, is the word you're looking oh. for. It's absolutely asinine because that's not at all how the world works. On no, any, it's, it's like, not. not on any gear. Um, okay, so the last thing I sort of wanted to circle around to is I, I want to talk about Tai Chi, and you've been studying Tai Chi for a long time. And it has clearly brought you this piece that is, you You can hear it in this interview, you can hear it when you answer questions, you can hear it when you meet you, and like I said, my buddy Ryan was talking about meditation and, and mindfulness, and, and I just wondered as a kind of wrap-up to this, if you could talk a little bit about how you discovered Tai Chi and sort of how it continues to center you even when you're standing in chaos. Because in our family, at least... You are the person on every side of the coin. Everybody that's in this family comes to because you are the person in the center of the hurricane who's just like, yeah, there's a hurricane, <laughs> right? Um, and, and you know, I would love to see if you could wrap some words around that. That's a hard one. 
Um, I came to Tai Chi by accident. Um, your dad had said, you know, hey, do you want to play golf? And I really didn't want to play golf. And I I feel that. No, no I, I think I'm going to do this instead. And um, we agreed that he would do golf and I would do something else. But it was sheer, sheer accident that I fell into Tai Chi. But it suits me. It just suits me. And it um, it's hard. And it's... Um, and it's it's so easy. It's hard because it's it's difficult to let go enough to just be. And it that uh, everyone. I, I had a student um, who had been with me for a long, long time, and he has since he has since died. But he uh, he went to a family reunion, and one of his cousins said. Bob, what are you doing? And he said, what do you mean? He said, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, keep it up. And it was just his his whole mood, his whole um, energy had completely changed. And that's, that's what happens with meditation. Tai Chi, as you know, is called moving meditation. So you kind of get to <laughs> move around the room a little bit. Um, but everybody comes to it from a little bit different standpoint. I mean, you saw your two kids, Evelyn and, and Jack, and I did not teach them a thing. But when you guys came back from vacation, Evelyn is doing one exercise that was extremely physical, while Jack is doing something completely different and um, cutest thing ever. But that was not that I taught them that. It was just because that's what they observed. And it was interesting and different and whatever. And they both picked it up. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Eric. That's a really hard question to answer well, because. You know, I, I think one of the interesting things about the art form is much like meditation. Obviously, it's called moving meditation. Much like meditation, you never get it right. Yes. you know which yes. is which is a, a, a which yeah. which is a like the most non-western thing of all time yeah. right how do i score the goal how do i get a touchdown how do i knock the guy out like right how do i check the box how do i vote how do i we need a we need it to complete and it's been amazing to watch you do this year in and year out and and see obviously how it has changed you over the last two or three decades doing this and knowing that you're doing a thing that you you can't ever get right which is so hard for people to even begin to comprehend is hey uh who wants to go on a 30-year journey where you're never going to be right <laughs> i do me Sign but me closer, closer always yes. closer always always, always closer. closer yes I mean, you know, they talk about, you know, peeling the onion. I know, I know that's an analogy in a lot of, uh, a lot of different uh, disciplines, but that's exactly it. It's just continually uh, peeling the onion away and getting more and more and more relaxed. I mean, the most relaxed students I have are my 80-year-olds because they've just kind of given up with their shoulders. Right. Ah, okay. That's right, just right, right, right. They've, yeah, yeah. They've, they've seen enough that they can just let go, right? <laughs> Yes, that's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, I, I tend to end these all the same way because I, I want the, there to be something of action that I can give to people if if they're interested in sort of understanding Tai Chi or getting started or how would you, you know, we obviously, we have we have some time. 
yes to start to, to start a new thing uh so if they've got I, some I can tell you that learning tai chi on on zoom is tough has how has that been going for you um it's going really well we had 102 students last week holy which is cow awesome yeah awesome and um the school that i work under they've been really generous and allowing students to just attend as many classes as you want to and we we run three days a week and so many of them are are attending three days a week because because of the community you know it is so good to see you know last week i had 19 people on the screen right uh, uh, yeah right. it just it's just so good to be together even in that in that uh, in this in this space, but it's really hard to learn Tai Chi. It's really hard to teach Tai Chi, but it's not so hard to teach being relaxed, being present. And this medium requires you to be present because, you know, now there's 19 people on the screen right. or, you know, maybe finally your teacher has learned how to spotlight his or herself, right? And so you've got the right person on the on the screen, not not the one that has the dog barking, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but just being present and being quiet, and I think you know I, the most common comment I get from people is, oh, "I'm, I, you know, I'm so, you know, I, I came into class, I'm so upset, I'm so anxious, I feel so much better," and it's not. It's just that it's a it's a place. It's a place to be relaxed. You're not going to get it right. You don't have to worry about getting it right. You just have to do better. And that that's sort of what Tai Chi is. It's not getting it done. It's each day getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. But you have to practice that. Well, thanks, Mom. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was totally awesome. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, I, I just want to end this by like, you guys are, how are you guys doing for real? Um, we, we are doing, we're doing really, really well. Um, uh, we have gotten into a routine and your dad is walking with me every day and, um, he can get out a little bit, which is, which is good. You know, dad likes to put some in the lawn and yeah. on the gardens and so forth. Um, but it's, it's going really, it's going really well. We <laughs> turned the dining room, this, this is into uh, my studio space. And so it doesn't look like the dining room and your right. dad has said anything about it. <laughs> and if I could turn this around and show you what this right. looks like. Um, yeah. He'd be, uh, he cheers all over the place. For, and, for uh for some context on that comment, uh, yeah. at, at one point he wanted me to essentially move out of the house because I plugged a Nintendo into his TV and he thought it was going to destroy his TV. That's who you're dealing with right now. So, yeah, he remembers Pong, you know. Yes, there's going to burn into his TV. It's going to burn into his TV. I'm like, that's not okay. Yes. All right, yes, you're right. Hey, I keep telling you, do you want me to turn Netflix on? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's connected to the internet, right? No, I do not. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's where the Babadook is. All right, uh, all right, Mom. No, we are doing. We are doing okay. Um, thank you for asking that. It's um, it's hard to see you kids going through all this. That's the hardest part of it because we can't get to you, like other right. family members, and we can't take the kids from you for you know a weekend or whatever. I mean, shit. We tried to do it on Zoom. You can't even keep them entertained <laughs> that way. Like they're hanging from the rafters and like yeah. My room is like a WWE funhouse at this point. So, 
Yeah, who knew you could do cartwheels off of an right. ottoman? I'm going to try that when we get off, by the way. Please do and send us. You should start a TikTok with that as your first thing that you do. That's right. That's right. So I really don't want to go to the emergency room. Yes. So no, you know. don't. No, you do not. That is what. That's the only thing my kids are listening to right now. Is like they don't listen to too much until I tell them, "Hey, look." Um, you don't want to go to the hospital because it's a really scary place right now. Really scary. Full of monsters. So, can I ask you a question for two minutes? Yeah, totally. How are you talking about to, about this to your kids? Uh, I didn't. I actually just played the zombie movie 28 Days Later and said this is what's <laughs> happening. No, um, no, we, you know, we didn't really do a whole bunch in the beginning other than there, there is, there's this thing. That's why mom and dad are home. Um, but as it got more serious and we had to keep them away from a neighborhood of, I kid you not, a hundred children, um, yes. we had to have much different conversations. And so for Jack, it's just no, because he doesn't understand, right? Yeah. He doesn't understand any of it. And for Evelyn, it's a little bit more than that, but not much more, just that there is a virus and it gets people sick. And so in order to not get sick, we're staying away from people and we're washing our hands. And so... Um, we haven't had a whole bunch of questions after that. In fact, like, um, I fully intended on the eight-year-old to be like, no, I'm going to go play with my friends, but she hasn't. So um, for now, that's holding. But I mean, as I'm talking to you right now, it's day 40 we've been in this house. Um, not that we're counting. <clears throat> uh, but yeah. uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know how long that lasts, you know. Uh, Wait until they, they mute me. Right, right. Well, I mean, depending on the day, I'll send you video. But um, yeah, but for now, it's it's been all right. And like I said, we've been breaking up the day and trying to keep them entertained and, and engaged and doing stuff that's different between cooking and baking and math and those sorts of things. Um, so, I mean, we'll see how long we can keep that up. And, and how about you? I will say this. Uh, no, I, I mean, I will I will be honest. I will say this. Um Last week was probably the worst week of the entire thing, just from anxiety and stress and like a whole bunch of different stuff that had sort of shown up late the week before and kind of closed out the middle middle of last week. Um, but since then, I'm, I mean, I'm good. I, I can manage, like I said, like I was saying about my buddy, like I can manage what I can manage. Um, mm-hmm. And when you add, like, I, I would say this, and I think most people are probably like this. We have, you have, you said it five minutes ago, we've settled into a groove. And as long as the groove stays, as long as the record keeps, the same record keeps playing, I can manage that. Yeah. To try and put yeah. another record on top of it is when stuff gets, goes a little sideways. Um, but day to day, um, I think we're doing well. And I'll, t- I, I'll tell you what I've told everybody. The weekends around here are awesome. Like, if there's one thing I hope we continue is this, where we don't do jack on the weekends other than yeah. cook and bake and hang out and read and do literally nothing. Um, those have been, I, I, I don't, if, if the weekends were like the weekdays, I don't think we would be in a very good spot right now. But I think the, the fact that we have a, a sort of a very Tai Chi release, right? Our release is to do nothing. Our release isn't to go shopping our release isn't to go to movies our release isn't because we can't do any of that stuff so the release isn't a physical release as much as it is sort of a mental release to just let it all go and then do yeah. nothing um i don't know if you you saw this but <clears throat> there's a chinese character the chinese character for crisis is made up of two characters one is danger 
The second one is opportunity. Uh, I think that, yeah, I mean, that seems pretty perfect. So. Yeah. And uh, that sounds to me like you're, uh, you're seeing some opportunity there. Yeah. Um, and and well aware of the danger. <laughs> I um and I will leave you with, with this story uh because I thought it was pretty interesting. I went for a run this morning and I picked a new route and I ended up going into this new um subdivision. I mean it's brand new. They probably have four real houses and then various sundry of Lego houses that haven't but right like ten houses. Yes. Um and then I get all I run all the way back to the the end of the cul-de-sac because I'd never been back there and they have a giant dead end sign and then a uh, a temporary sign that says temporary end of road and then one other sign um and i'm running and i'm like well what's that sign looks really weird what's that all about uh and i get up to it i'm like oh my god like the mom the sign had mm, 200 rounds of bullets through it i mean this is a a brand new neighborhood like and it's like shot up like it's in somewhere in new mexico i'm like oh okay here's a place i'm not ever going again (laughs) So well aware of the danger, always looking for the the opportunity, always looking for the opportunity to head back home. That's right. That's right. All right, mom. Well, thank you for this. This was awesome. Um, My pleasure. Thank you, dear. Stay stay safe. Be healthy. Love you too. 